Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Lily Allen Duenas. Together, we'll talk about the world of yoga and we'll talk to people from around the world. Join us for authentic conversations about the global yoga ecosystem, and we'll cover yoga philosophies and methodologies along the way. Inhale, exhale. We're about to dive in. Namaste, family. Welcome back to the Wild Yoga Tribe. This week, I am thrilled to be joined by Amina Luke. She is from Switzerland, and she is a yoga teacher. But at a young age, Amina actually began classical dance training at the Freiburg Conservatory. Several years later, she discovered Hatha Yoga and eventually found herself in Ashtanga Vinyasa Yoga, the style to which she now devotes herself. She's completed over 600 hours of training, and she regularly travels to India, uh, returning to Mysore each year to practice under her masters, Vijay and Vinay Kumar. Amina is also a Reiki master and a full-time yoga teacher in Switzerland. So thank you so much, Amina, for joining me on the show today. Thank you, Lily. Thank you for the invitation. I'm so glad to meet you here. Me too. I'm so excited to have more laughter and share more stories. And so for all of our listeners can now tune in and hear all of the the beauty in your story. Um, I'd love to actually start just, Amina, with hearing about how your last year went ever since COVID hit. I know things really changed. So let's talk about that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so what happened exactly? I would say uh, last uh, February, I decided actually to do a teacher training of two weeks last year in Rishikesh, a pranayama teacher training at 14 days exactly. And I was planning to stay there for three weeks. And what happened on the 16th of March, I was supposing to go back uh, to Italy to Milano because I was uh, flying from Milano airport. And so uh, COVID pandemic started at that time and I got kind of locked down and decided to stay. What was really funny at the end is that I stay, yeah, more than 15 months. Oh, tell us more about what you did and what it was like (laughs) to be in lockdown in India for 15 months, like to definitely paint us a picture. But I don't know, it's like just kind of crazy when you're asking because actually it's been like only for a month that I just arrived here in Switzerland. It's been like just in June and like when I just look back of the year, it's like was really kind of crazy because I spent actually the first 10 months in Rishikesh. And at the beginning, I was thinking like, oh, no way. So I'm going to just stay just a little uh, in Rishikesh. But the time just like went completely crazy. Wow. And what was it like to be in India for that long? I mean, it was like amazing uh, the experience because I could first practice a lot. I've learned a lot of things every, every day. I could uh, improve my chanting, um, other aspects of yoga, actually, philosophy a lot, because I was in India, so I just took the advantage to learn more. 
And the thing is, ninja is different comparing to Sutanan. The energies are really stronger. So your practice is really more deep. And there's like this inner transformation that starts, you know. So I quite work out on myself and I could also share my knowledge with the people there. So when we started to have a community, because we were like just a few that at the end just stay, you know, in India. So there were like a small community that started to build in Rishikesh and we started to share our knowledge to each other. That was really amazing. Wow. Was there a big community of people kind of um, also in lockdown who couldn't leave? (laughs) Was there a big community? Exactly. They couldn't leave. And the thing, depending on the countries, you know, like I heard actually in Australia, they still really locked down now. So I remember I met like uh, many Australian people and they couldn't do anything, you know, they were really locked down in India and to just uh, return in Australia, that was impossible. So we were like, at the beginning, I would say like 200 people, there were lots of sad songs, we were like chanting together, there were like many things in Rishikesh. It was really nice. But more the month they were passing, people started just to, to go slowly back home, you know. This year in April, there we were just a few that stay in India, and when the second lockdown started, lots of people just uh, went back home. Yeah, and so after you were in Rishikesh, where else did you go? So I just went. Uh, I went to Goa because it was so cold, and I decided to just to join uh, the sun. So I went to Goa, and after that, I went to an ashram in. Um, in, uh, no, in Gokarna, and I stay a little bit there. And after that, I went back to Mysore to see my teacher. So that was really amazing. So I could practice again with my teacher as I usually go with them. So I stay like two, three months. And after that, uh, it was the end of the season. And I was supposing to wait until the summer that they start again to, um, to practice with them uh, again. But the thing what happened in between, they start the second lockdown. So that's why at that time I decided to return in Sutanam. Oh, that makes sense. Um, I definitely did want to ask too, Amina, since you've studied yeah. yoga so extensively in India and you've studied yeah. with, you know, some of the most profound living teachers in Mysore, like yes. Iyengar, yes, I, wanted, I wanted to ask, how do you feel that yoga in India differs from yoga in Europe or yoga in Switzerland and what is offered or what is popular there? It's quite really different. I mean, like the the teaching first are really different comparing to the Western style. For sure, they are more focused on the philosophy and the spiritual aspect in India, which I kind of like it. And I received like the teachings of BNS Iyengar, which was uh, one of the students of Krishnamacharya, who who was the, like the the father of the modern yoga of nowadays, and I remember at that time because he's not teaching anymore now. But at that time, it was really amazing just to be in front of a legend uh, like him, and he has such a really strong knowledge. But I would say like the spiritual aspect of yoga is really more enhanced in India comparing to to Europe. In Europe, um, style, we are more focusing on details and more in anatomy, which is really interesting. And I think like 
having the both aspects are really interesting. But being in India, when you receive teachings and when you go to to train uh, to train over there, I think like the first thing which is the most important is the discipline. I would say more not discipline, but more devotion. They teach you how to be more devoted to the practice in the spiritual uh, sense. So here in in Europe and in the West, it's more like, oh, I go to yoga every yes. Monday night. <laughs> or, yes, you know, exactly. oh, I go to yoga. Gymnastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's, it's just kind of randomized or you're... Exactly. Um, so there you exactly. think they teach you how to, to incorporate it as a discipline and a devotion in your daily life. Yes, exactly. And more in the lifestyle. That's actually the, the, the meaning of yoga is actually like, for sure, they have like um, uh, yoga how, how helps you to increase your health, how to help, uh, help you to, to build muscle, everything for sure. But beside those side effects, I would say, there's all the spiritual path. You do some yoga to reach samadhi. The enlightenment, if I would say, if we take it back, yeah, like the sutras, you know, from Patanjali or the eight limbs or the eight famous, uh, famous limbs, you do yoga to reach one final goal, which actually in Western, you don't find this. We just like stop in the asana aspect and we just like is only the postures, which we are missing all the other aspects of yoga. And moreover, I'm just speaking of one way of yoga because you have different uh, yoga, like Bhakti Yoga of Devotion or Karma Yoga, you know, like the different one. But we are just only using the asanas way of the eight limbs and that's it. Yeah, I've also found that when I've studied yoga in India on my few trips, that it is so yeah. much incorporated in the in their daily lives and in their just how exactly. they move about the world. <laughs> you know, their yes. how they speak and and the advice they give. It's just so it's just so much more resonant. You know, like it just sticks yeah. with you longer, or it makes you reflect. And they're able to, like, one of my yoga teachers was said whenever he gets um, very distracted in his day-to-day life, just, you know, out walking and it notices his mind is busy. He thinks of his knees. He's like, I just think only of my knees when I get distracted. And that stuck with me. It's like, that's not something that's on the mat, you know, when we're talking about life on the mat in the West. But I do think actually, Amina, we're getting a little better about talking about the emotional and psychological benefits, right? Like stress Mm -hmm. reduction and um, calming effects. So I appreciate that it's not only physical, like just the muscle building or the flexibility or the circulation, but do you also think it's, we're just inching closer to <laughs> a little bit? Yes, closer? yes, for sure. Somehow, for sure. We are really also really more open. And the people that like now they can all, everyone can travel. So means like the knowledge got spread, you know, more and more and more. And like nowadays, when you go to Rishikesh, as you remember, there are so many people, so many people from all over the world. And they start to be more interested into yoga in India. So they start to travel and just to get, you know, the training over there. I remember when I started yoga before Ashtanga, I was doing Atha Yoga. I was really focused only on my physical uh, health. And that was really like the point was like I was working so much in corporate I was stressed and I was like oh why not to do some yoga and what happened at the end which was really funny what I was looking for it was just 
to be less stressed and to do a little bit of sport, exactly like everyone here. But what happened after four years, the yoga transfer, uh, transformed me slowly. I started to change myself. And the inner transformation started and I changed everything in my life. My lifestyle started to change. And slowly, slowly, all the layers just started to just change. And what happened? I completely changed my life. That was the thing what happened with yoga. And so I'm 100% sure that everyone who starts this path is going to get closer to the emotional part, you know, somehow, because this is the power of yoga. Ooh, that was so beautifully said, Amina. <laughs> I can, I felt like I, I can read that resonates with me. That so feels so powerful yes. to me and so true because it's this gentle unlayering over time that happens with yoga. Exactly. It's not the snap yeah. of the fingers. It, it's that. Yeah. It's just so beautiful. Um, but specifically about Ashtanga Vinyasa, since you did start with Hatha. So what is it mm-hmm. about Ashtanga Vinyasa? You know that really is just gripped you and taken you and and made you fall in love with it what is it about that particular practice the discipline and the devotion of the practice is really incredible when i met this method that was like um so five years ago i met one of my friends she was in australia for seven years and i was dancing with her in the converse uh, conservatoire de fribourg and what happened with her, she got injured and she went directly to yoga and she became a Ashtanga teacher. And as she came back from Australia, I met her and I was looking at that time for a yoga teacher. But during one year, I was like trying different one, but I was never convinced. So I let for one year yoga by the side and I was dancing a lot. And when I met her again, I discovered with her Ashtanga. And what was really amazing was like this strong practice. For sure, there's like this fixed sequences uh, of the first series, which is like already uh, really uh, complete. And when I started the Meister style, meaning like I was like practicing every day, that started like really my inner transformation. Having to practice every morning and going to the shala at six, I started to change my lifestyle. And I get really stuck on this practice on this method because I really see in a short moment and month that I started to change completely. And I could see everything differently. My body started to change. And I was like, the practice is so strong that it gives you this yeah like a lot of power and lots a lot of strength for our listeners who maybe have never heard of ashtanga vinyasa or tried it could you talk just a little bit about the the background of it yes yeah, so it was like in the time so in 1920 when krishna mashraya so the father of the modern yoga came in my sword so he has like several students and they were like uh three main students so two People knows about um, BKS Ayanga, which developed the Ayanga style. And there were Patabis Joyce, which had the opportunity to develop the Mysore style, um, uh, Ashtanga Vinyasa Yoga. So uh, Ashtanga Vinyasa Yoga are um, a fixed sequences with a four main series. Or depending, depending actually on the people, but some people they say six and some people say four. Anyway, so he just developed this. So it's like 
comparing to other styles. So you start always with the sun salutation and after you do always so the standing postures and then the sitting postures. And you do every time the same postures from the beginning until the end. And the first series like uh, yoga shikitsa which is like the yoga therapy which allows your body and it's really nice um sequences which actually takes you between five and ten years just to practice this sequence and um, this is like a method uh, which requires the muscles uh with uh the ujjayi breathing the drishti and the, the bandhas. And you use these sequences to, to practice as a whole practice, uh, to learn by heart. Uh, you, you practice, you do just uh, as you can. Got it. Thank you for explaining that for our listeners. And Amina, what does your daily sadhana or your daily practice look like these days? So these days, yeah, it's really quite really interesting because on last year when I arrived uh, in, uh, in, uh, in India and I was locked down. So during the COVID, I started to practice a lot. And um, for sure, I was practicing between four and six hours per day. I mean, meditation, pranayama and asana. And after four months, my body couldn't really hunt practice so many hours with my, my Ashtanga practice. So last year I met a Swami in Rishikesh and I started a special uh, method which is called Antadosha method, which is like a special method, really ancient one, which is built from the Swami. And it is like more Hatha style way. So which means that today I started to change a little bit my practice. I'm still practicing Swashtanga. But my every single day now, I'm still in contact with my teachers uh, in India and in Nepal. So I'm doing my Atha yoga in the morning. After that, I do one hour of meditation and I do one hour of, uh, of chanting, which is now currently my practice. Beautiful. Yeah, I think that we mentioned... Um... To each other before that it, it's so hard to have like a full-time job if you're also a full, yeah. like a dedicated practitioner because there's yes. so much that goes into it um yeah. it's not just being on a mat or a cushion for an hour or 90 minutes a day there there's a lot of other practices to complete <laughs> so much and that requires so much time and now I just like slow down a little bit because in Switzerland we start to enter in winter. So it's quite also hard for the body. I'm feeling that I'm really into a transition, uh, which I have to find out also the balance of my practice. So, so that's why I'm following my, my teachers and I'm more working on a personal level actually and more with my chakras and what I really require now. So for our listeners who are also, you know, yoga practitioners as well, but don't have such a dedicated relationship with their teacher, with a teacher, um, how important do you feel that student-teacher relationship is in yoga? I think like we are all, you know, teachers and students to, to each other. And teachers are more here as, um, as a balance to to find you know your your inner path. I mean, if you find a teacher who resonates with 
to do at the moment. This is really wonderful. And I think it's possible to have a teachers for many years, for sure. But it's also possible to meet, you know, some people just for some few moments. And I used to go before the COVID. I was traveling a lot, meeting different teachers. I chose those teachers because I really felt in the same vibration with them. But I'm really convinced, like, depending on how you are growing like uh, in the period, it will change the relation with the teacher. So I think like it's really depending on, on everyone. But it's great if you can find someone who can help you to, to to show you like the path of yoga. This is for me really important. Absolutely. It is. And I, I'm glad you mentioned that the student is the teacher and the teacher is the student. And it's just yeah, this beautiful exactly. circular, cyclical, like it's just relationship of, um, you have to remain open to your, your teachers being everywhere. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I think, you know, what I really noticed is like, it's always interesting to choose teachers where, with who you want to learn like special things for sure. But at the same time, it's really nice to meet other teachers. And every time when I was having, you know, classes outside with anyone, I could always learn something because we are all teachers to, to, to teachers, you know which I found really amazing because even like, for example, is like uh, someone who never taught before. I always learn something from, uh, from the person because it can be like, maybe not from the asana point of view, but more in the human way, you know, how, how she is. And I found like really beautiful in yoga classes, how you can notice that. Yeah, absolutely. And the teachers can also be sometimes our biggest challenging people in our lives. Yes, Yes, exactly. Yes. And we are like always, it's all about sharing yoga. And I found really amazing when we can share all together, you know, our knowledge and how we can grow all together. And uh, yeah, it's really this, which I found really amazing because we actually practice all, everyone, I mean, in the world, we have a link is with yoga, I mean, all the practitioner. And we can share with everyone something in common, which is yoga in different way and points of view. And I found really amazing this. Mm, That's such a good point. Um, That we all are, I mean, everything is connected. We all are connected, but by having that, connection of yoga it's it's even kind of a a little deeper thread that runs through it so Amina what has been do you think your most inspirational moment that you've experienced either in you know as the role of a teacher or a student um, but in yoga what do you think has been your most inspirational moment I mean like so for both uh, anyway how powerful yoga can be really I mean when you can say as a teacher in one class, when you give like the opportunity, or when you give like to, like the the discovery of yoga to someone, uh, someone new, completely new, and you can see the change after one hour, 
I feel like this is this is really amazing. And sometimes you can see the journey of the person during one hour who's like who is just letting sound, letting down completely into the practice. And sometimes you can see like all the emotions that come out and all the big release through practice. I found really uh, this uh, amazing. Sometimes in, in my self practice, I had like really incredible sensation that I could never experience with anything in the world. I mean, I could go really, really far away with pranayama, for, for example. I just went in a deeper, deeper layer that I couldn't even really explain. And that was really amazing. Mm, yeah I, I that's that sometimes that feeling of like leaving yourself completely yes exactly exactly leaving yourself yeah I couldn't find the world exactly leaving yourself and you know it's so powerful that that you yeah as as the, you use the word you got completely disconnect at once you know and it's such powerful I mean it's really like this this subtle layer that you can reach sometimes, it gives you like a really an opening to to another level, you know. And that starts, you know, to yeah, to to give you like the opportunity to go further in you, you know. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's it doesn't happen for sure every day or every week or yes, month, exactly. but when it happens, yes. it's just yes, a wave. In- yeah exactly it's raw but the times that when it happened it was really for me I was like what is happening you know and sometimes you just think like I'm crazy or not you know (laughs) but you know that it is true you know at the same time it's, it's really interesting yeah it it does you wonder wait where what what just happened as you said it's like that when you come back you immediately like what yes. just happened <laughs> and then what happened and you just like connect to your body again and you're like what is this yeah this is this flow of energy that goes really strong and somehow you know like I don't know to I don't like to also to put so so many words but when one and encounter you know like these energies which people call this kundalini on those this is like really another level which is really amazing absolutely me too so Amina I know it's a challenging question but I do ask yes. all my guests I know this is this is the tough one. I, everyone always is like, "Oh man, <laughs> I'm ready." Oh. What is your personal definition of yoga? Uh, the connection of your inner source, inner essence. Because in in this society of nowadays, we're so functioning with with a mind, and we don't even realize what we are doing. I just take as as what I experienced in my life. I was working in corporate, in a luxury industry, for the watch industry more in Switzerland. I was working so hard and I was really convinced of myself, oh, I'm going to go to China or like in the biggest city, going into career. And I'm convinced of this. I'm so happy. And that was all this mind that I just created 
all the barriers because the society showed me how to be successful, how to an identity in this world, I would say. And when I really realized that I wasn't even me with all this build that I created the past years. And that was really with yoga that I actually started to get to know who I was. After that, when I started to get this connection, I was like thinking, okay, I can go like really deeper with me. So who am I? And I was like practicing a lot, doing like different practices, discovering more yoga, understanding the texts, meeting people, teachers, uh, spiritual uh, uh, people, and can understand what was be- beyond the meaning of yoga and all of this. And I started to to get connected with me. More I was practicing, more I was going away of what I was building in my life. And I just realized more and more how I can go closer to myself. And that was really with yoga, like discovering all first, I mean, the first layer was the sensation, how to breathe, how to connect with my body, because I was not aware of my body, even I was dancing a lot. I mean, it's not, it doesn't mean that Dancing brings you the awareness, the complete, I would say, awareness of your body. And there's also beyond the body and the mind, there's uh, this connection of your source, of your heart, I would say. And I just also realized how life can be sometimes difficult and that we're sometimes struggling a lot and we are like protecting um, us with with uh, like a a big armor because we don't want to see to face all the sufferings that we had in our life. But with yoga, you can really start to go deeper and to to, to explore this uh, part of yourself that you cannot see. And I think for me, it is really this yoga. Beautiful answer. <laughs> you did awesome. <laughs> I tried. I it's tried. a hard one. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> but so on a, a more fun note, are you also actually, Amina, a surf instructor? I noticed you've taught at a few surf camps in India and Nicaragua. <laughs> I'm not a surf instructor. I was a, a snowboarding instructor, but snowboard and surf are my beside passions with dance. But I'm not um, not a surf teacher now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I've no, surfed no, a couple no, no. times. But I love, I love. It. Uh, yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah. In California, where I'm from, I went surfing. Yes. And then in and, Bali and in Sri Lanka. So I've <laughs> done it a couple yes. times. Yes, Sri Lanka is amazing over there. I learned in Sri Lanka surfing. Amazing. It's such a it's very difficult it's very difficult do you do you notice any relationships between yoga and surfing anything profound (laughs) focus I mean like you have to to focus to to because like uh so for sure physically speaking first as easier when you practice yoga because you are super flexible you can jump and and there's some I mean like similar I'm not completely but doing some 
cobra or it helps you you know the flexibility of the spine and the strength of the body this is for sure but the second relation that i can do with yoga is the focus that actually when you are entering in uh, in in the sea and there are like lots of waves that they are huge you have to go through the waves and there's a moment that you are facing your own fear and yoga helps just to calm down and just breathe, look, focus, and going under the water to just to, 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 to go through the lines to the peak. That helps. Oh, for sure. For me, what came to yeah. my mind is you in yeah. both practices, you have to release expectation. Completely, yes. Yeah, also, you can't yeah. expect to be really flexible in yoga. You, <laughs> you shouldn't do that. And in uh, surf, if you expect to, you know, perfectly catch every wave or to that it's going to be mm-hmm. easy that day or, you yes, know, if you exactly. have any, yeah, yes. it's not fun yes. <laughs> do it that way. Yes, the expectation is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. you're right, completely. So Amina, yeah, if any of our listeners want to find you online or check out any retreats you're offering or that are coming up, what's a good way for them to find you? So you can find me on my website, aminayoga.com or aminayoga on Facebook, on Instagram. I will link to everything Amina mentioned in the show notes here, wherever you're listening to podcasts, as well as on my website, wildyogatribe.com. So Thank you, Amina, so much for joining me today. It's been such a joy to be with you. Thank you very much, Lily, for invitation and everything. That was really amazing to spend this time with you. My conversation with Amina Luke was so fun and she is filled with so much light and laughter and it comes through every minute of our time together. I hope that this conversation gave you a deeper look into yoga in India compared to yoga in the West, specifically in Europe. And we talked about the discipline and the devotion of Ashtanga Vinyasa Yoga and about inner transformation. We even talked about teachers being everywhere. You don't have to go looking for them. Thank you so much, dear listener, for being with us here today. Be well. Thank you for being on this journey with me. It has been a privilege to be with you. I know that your time is precious and I am both humbled and honored that you chose to spend your time with me here on the Wild Yoga Tribe podcast. As you are on your own inner journey, remember that you are not alone. There are so many of us on this path to awakening, this path of self-discovery and expansion, and we are right here alongside you. Remember to hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you feel called, please share this episode with someone that you think could benefit from it. Leaving a review would also be so appreciated. If you're on social media, I am there too at the Wild Yoga Tribe. You can tap into all the amazing resources on my website, thewildyogatribe.com, and you can meditate with me on Insight Timer and get your flow on with me on my YouTube channel where I've recorded free yoga classes. If you would like to schedule a private yoga or meditation class with me or a coaching session, you can find the link to do so to book in the show notes or on my website, again, thewildyogatribe.com. 
Thank you once again, dear listener, for being with me. May your day be light and bright. May you be peaceful and happy and led on the right path, free of suffering and free of sorrow. Be well, dear one. Be well. Be well.